Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where unsolved true mysteries and cocktails collide. Yum, 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 yum. I'm joined always by the fantastic Chris. Hello. Hello. And Hello. Suze. Hello. How are you guys doing? You good? Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, I didn't really look after myself today very much, as in I just got up and then went throughout the day. Um, do you know what I mean? Well, I didn't really. You look good. What would be? You're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. What would be well, taking what, care? Yeah, what's not taking care of yourself? Uh, grooming, I suppose. What? Just. He always looks groomed. This guy. Every time I see him, he looks groomed. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you saying he's not groomed? What are you talking about? <laughs> I like Goodfellas, Masood. Every time I come here, this guy he's groomed as fuck. Dias, what are you The rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Oh, oh my God! Look, who's just oh, walking in the door? Who's that? It's Ken Chang. Hey, Ken Chang. Thanks for swinging by then. Yeah. Just yeah. on the way back from your shop, your weekly shop. Yep. I thought you'd swing by for a drink. Oh, yeah, certainly, certainly. Yeah. Uh, what do you got there? What do you got there, Ken? What do you got? Got some squash. Oh, yeah. Squash. <laughs> I'm not a drinker, so some... I've gone for the squash. Ah, oh, fair enough. And I've also, That's all right. also got uh, peppermint tea on the side. Ooh, got both hot and cold. Yeah. Oh, damn, double fisting. This is crazy. That counts as a cocktail. Yeah, cocktail in the mouth. Yeah. It's sort of some sort of julep. <laughs> Do you swallow some squash <laughs> and then hold it in and get a tea? And then shake your head like a cocktail around, shaker and then swallow yeah. it. Yeah, I got fired from the bar I was working out. <laughs> oh, God, sir? Is that why you're in here? Are you in here for a job? <laughs> you can have one. That's how you mix drinks. You, yes, absolutely, please. I need all the help I can get. Um, what do you got there, Suze? Well, I've made my version of a mojito. It's um, the best white rum you can buy. Bacardi, um, a, a squirt of Jif Lime topped up with fizzy water. Um, it's got some sugar in it, but I forgot to dissolve it. And also, yeah. instead of ice cubes, I've um, frozen some elderflower cordial. So that's gone in there. Oh, that's so, that's a great idea. Yeah, you good. freeze that's elderflower really cordial. It, it, it cools your drink down without watering it down, which, to be honest, this could have probably done with. <laughs> I also have uh, I've got white rum. Ooh, in my yeah. Have you got a Bacardi? Yeah, no, no, I have it, but oh, gutted. <laughs> Mott Rocks completists might remember that I hate white rum. Yes, you uh, do. Yeah. Whereas this yeah. one is slightly different. A brew dog sell it uh, and distribute Ooh. it, and it's uh, it's called Five Hundred Cuts. Wow. Yeah. So it's oh, like yeah. a, a like a botanicals thing. I see. Uh, and then I've used that to make a palmetto. Our nice. brew dog, your sponsor. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we haven't got any. We haven't no. got any sponsors, Ken. Um, you get them. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? I mean, yeah, would you like sponsor. to? Uh, my br- the Ken Sheng 
Mystery on the Rocks podcast. <laughs> oh man, I would happily, happily be sponsored. I like that. That's that's such a great title, Ken Jeng's Mystery on the Rocks. Podcast. I have to drive yeah. around in my car with like Ken Jeng stickers down the side mm. of it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a big car with like that's in the shape of you. Like <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> just like a big shaped car. Just drive. No aerodynamics. Just like great big Ken <laughs> head on the top. <laughs> Yeah, they're like bouncing, just like bouncing. <laughs> and, like, like and I get out of my car and just shrug at strangers and go, I never lose it in the car park. And like, <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fucking 90s sitcom. <laughs> who, ate, who ate all my cheese? What are you drinking, Masood? I have a deconstructed Mary, which is <laughs> a, It's very nice. I thought it would be dreadful, but it's really nice. Did you invent uh, it? So you got... No, no, no. This oh. is from a book. Okay. Um, so it's vodka and fresh, like, like muddled tomato juice. And then uh, I made celery salt rim, lemon floating on top with a horseradish in there. A whole horseradish? Yeah, yeah just, uh, just sat in there. No, no, a little <laughs> bit of horseradish uh, paste. That's crazy. This cocktail sounds this bananas. Guy- this guy's fucking crazy. Ooh. This guy making his deconstructed Mary. You know fuck? he's made a deconstructed Mary, and that ain't a uh, joke about you. his wife. And don't make that joke around him. <laughs> no hey, one else. You should have saved the deconstructed Mary for Jack the Ripper when we do uh, Jack the Ripper. It can yeah. come back. It can come back. We're all, di- yeah. we're all drinking different drinks. It doesn't matter. That's it. It doesn't. Yeah, that's matter. true. We are having to make our own. Plus, if someone is keeping score and is will get mad at me for making the same drink twice. Shame on you. Shame we have. We, I mean, like, uh, uh, you made a you made a bijou. I've done a palmetto again. Yes, that's true. Desperate times. We're in lockdown. Yeah, you know, exactly. we can't. It's my, it's my, my second mojito in two episodes. What we got. But the last week it was a Diane Abbott tinned one. She might sponsor the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's get Diane. Yeah, Diane sponsors the show. Diane would do our podcast. Oh, today. Actually, do you know what? I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have been so dismissive about you saving the deconstructed Mary for Jack the Ripper because ah. it kind of fits with the uh, kind of fits with this one. Uh, it, yeah, it's um, tenuous links are my specialty. Very, very tenuous. It's very tenuous. Um, uh, this one, no, this one's the Gatton murders. Gatton. Anyone familiar with the Gatton murders? Ken, do you Never know the Gatton murders? G A T O N. Sue's. Double T. G A T T O N. Double T. Yeah. Where's Gatton? Gatton uh, is 61 miles west of Queenland, Queensland's capital, Brisbane. Oh, it sounds like it would be near like Staines or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come down uh, to Gatton. In the, well, actually, it's not far from an Ipswich. Oh, well, good for it. So, and yeah. Ipswich, not... The Ipswich. Not the Ipswich. It's very I like the idea that Actually, I really, it's, really, it's really disappointing that the Ipswich gets to lay claim to being the Ipswich. <laughs> Especially if you've been there. Oh, Christ. I've been to Ipswich a few times, uh, and it's where I sliced my head open. Is it? Had to have ten, oh, yes. So I had to have ten staples in my head. Guys, Chris um, had a Birdman injury. Remember Birdman? Best, pic- <laughs> best picture. It's 2015, I think. Um, and a, a, a light fell on Chris's head, like in Birdman. It was a stage light sort of sliced my yes. head. I and remember and I'm, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I've been to Ipswich three times. That was the best time I've ever been to <laughs> <laughs> And I spent 
two and a half hours in A&E. That was my only ever visit oh, to really? A&E. Oh. And I was in and out in two and a half hours. That's well, pretty good. The NHS are brilliant. Well, Get your hands off them, Richard Branson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. You've been warned, Richard. You've been warned. The latest news is he's put his, he's put his island up for, as collateral. And, it was, and people are like, well, just sell your fucking island then. Yeah, just sell it, mate. He said, I'll put just my sell. island up. If you, look, I'll pay you back, government. We'll sell your island if it's... So it's, prob- it's probably dripping in evidence of Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> stuff. And he's like, I really can't sell it. This Bronson's is a- like, every grain of sand is an indictment on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in just a, it's just covered in like DNA. Oh my god! He's hoping Prince Andrew buys it. I reckon all the bodies yeah. are wearing wedding dresses as well. Oh right! Oh. You, imagine you that. buy you imagine that you buy an island. You're like, this we fight bought an island. Did you open like a floorboard? in the house that you're redoing you're like Jesus Christ it'll be a great episode on this podcast though <laughs> yeah to be fair five years down the line um, so we've got the Gatton murder oh, yeah, so we're, so in, we're by an Ipswich which is one in, well, in Australia did you say yeah Gatton's in, um, yes. in Queensland uh, Michael Murphy he was age 29 uh, and his younger sisters Nora who was 27 and Teresa who were 18 uh, they yeah. were killed on either Boxing Day or the day after that in 1898. Yeah. Um, okay. And the thing is, they were returning home from a dance that they'd all gone to that turned out to have been cancelled and they didn't know. So they got all the way there. It was cancelled. Oh, they were like, oh, let's go home. But they never made it home. And then it was oh. the next it was morning. Because pre-mobile phones. Yeah. 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 Remember that? Remember when you go somewhere, you'd be like, what? Yeah, what you, you just had... Back in the day where you just had to get somewhere and say that you were meeting your friend at that time and yeah. be there. And if they weren't there... You just had to go home. <laughs> yeah, or wait. And you'd wait for fucking ages. I would wait for hours. I thought about that the other day. I went. Um, I remembered a time when I was 13 and I went swimming with a friend of mine. And I took a little bit longer getting changed than they did because they just put their clothes on over their wet swimming stuff. Ugh, I right? used to oh, do that. It's weird. terrible. And when I came that's out, I was cool like, one. where are they? They're not anywhere to be seen. And I couldn't have mobile phones to find out where they were. So I had to, I waited about an hour and a half. Then I went home myself. And then you I rang, for an hour. And then I rang <laughs> them. And then I, dry though. And then I rang them on the landline like you used to. And yeah. it turns out yeah. they just got, because they just put their clothes on over their wet stuff. And they, they'd waited five minutes and they were like, oh, well, he's obviously gone. And then they <laughs> got home. Oh, and you wait for an hour. And also no phone. So you would have been waiting for an hour and a half inside your own head. Mm-hmm. You oh, know how terrifying it. that is? We've all been there when our phone runs out of batteries. What a horrible place to be. <laughs> Obviously, I did that. And I don't remember what it was like. No. Do you know what I mean? I obviously no, did a, something it, to pass the time. Maybe I just went yeah. and got loads of... Do you remember those cheeseburger-flavored quarterback crisps from the vending machines? Maybe I just got loads of them. <laughs> they were like 10p a bag. There's nothing to do except eat. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to lockdown. What about you, Ken? You ever been in prison? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't go longer than twenty-five seconds without checking notifications on my phone. So I, oh, <laughs> I've been screwed. It is the so like the idea of getting to an event only to be like, yeah, sorry. And this is in Queensland, in Australia, right? Australia, everything is far. So they would have been yeah. like, it would have taken like a uh, day to walk there. Well, they didn't. Yeah. Like, they didn't walk. Um, Michael borrowed his brother-in-law's borrowed his sulky. Do you know what a sulky is? Uh, it's what um, my mum used to call me when I was being a little cunt when I was about five. <laughs> <laughs> She's just gone to bed, so she couldn't hear me. At twenty past seven. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sick of... Look, she's sick of me recording podcasts in the lounge and only... Because I've got my headphones in, all she hears is me going, yeah, 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 in my horrible voice. <laughs> so have you been to um, Australia, Ken, by the way? I've not, never right? been. I've never been. Never been. I've never been. Done okay. I've never done it. Never done it. Um, but you, have you been, you know, you, you, you are aware of how large and vast. I've, and I've seen it on a map. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a sulky is? Um, no. No. I've heard it before, though. I have heard of it. What is it? Um, a sulky is, it? is those two-wheel carts that horses pull. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So, the, um, uh, so Michael borrowed his brother-in-law's sulky, and then he and Nora and Teresa, they all went to this dance, got there. Turns out it was cancelled. Uh, and so they went back, but they never returned home. This sounds like the shittest life. <laughs> they're like, come on, we've got a day in the dance. And they get down, they're like, ah, now the dance is cancelled. And then they have to just go all the way home. I guess we better get back in the sulky, go back home. Oh, no, the horses are gone. Bobs. Oh, you're going to have to pull the sulky. Oh, mate. Oh, this sucks. I can't do Australian. The only like the only way I can do Australian is do Hannah from Neighbours, who just used to go no. So they they get to the dance. They can't go. They turn the sulky around. They get sulky. Oh, yeah. They jump in the sulky. They turn around, go yeah. back. Michael had left home, but he was back. He, he was back home for the Christmas holidays. Because bearing in mind this is Christmas. Ugh. Oh um, God! What kind of dance happens on Boxing Day? Do people start having a social life on Boxing Day? I, again? I cancelled dance. Do, like, That's the kind of dance that yeah. happens then. <laughs> it, you oh, can you imagine them on Christmas Day as well? Like, like I've given you a bag of nuts, and then tomorrow night it's the dance, and they think they it's like all they could talk about was doing up the sulky all nice and going down the dance, and then it got cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> It's his life. It's the worst life. You just kill yourself after that. You yeah. just be like, well, there's nothing worth living for. Just, just kill yourself. 1896, I'm done. So they so they jump back in. They're heading back. This is yeah. this is over the Christmas holidays. So yeah, I, this is why they were either murdered on Boxing Day or the day after, because on Boxing Day, um, they didn't return. Mm-hmm. The brother-in-law whose sulky it was was called William McNeil. Okay. William McNeil. So you know how you, you know how He's you write O'Neill, right? Yeah. Instead of the O, it's an M. It's an M. M apostrophe <laughs> Neil. It's weird. Uh, it's like a It sounds like a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's on the thing now. It's on there. I can't <laughs> so, Manil is, is the actual name. Okay. Right. Uh, Manil uh, went out to um, find them, to look for them. And mm-hmm. he was able to detect the unique tracks of his own sulky because it had a wo- wobbly wheel. It had a wobbly oh. wheel, and there's, and there's evidently nothing to do in that town. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, all the tricks. <laughs> Followed the tracks along a rough winding trail uh, through uh, Wattle Scrub for about almost almost a mile, three quarters of a mile. And oh, then I love the found... Australians' names for stuff. Wattle Scrub? I mean, Wattle that scrub. is incredible. <laughs> uh, and then he found, uh, he found their bodies. Uh, of course. He thought, he thought they were sleeping initially, and then he found, he went, oh, no, they're covered in ants. Oh, <laughs> they can't oh, possibly be sleeping if they're... Oh, no, covered no, no, in no. ants. Maybe more awake. Uh, he found them almost two kilometres away from Gatton. Um, Michael and Teresa were lying back to back uh, within two feet from each other, so they were not observing. 
So, so, so what, like back to back? Oh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely. They were lying, lying back to back. Lying well. back so, to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would have both been on their sides, but back to back. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's that. Um, well, they both like, facing the other way. Oh, yeah. that's unsettling. And then yeah. Nora, who is um, closer in age to Michael, she was 27. Uh, Nora uh, lay in the same east to west orientation on a neatly spread rug. Uh, <gasps> Ooh. That was covered covered in blood, and she was twenty eight feet to the east of them. Um, what? Both uh, both women had their hands tied behind their backs with handkerchiefs, and weirdly forming a triangle with them. So like the Michael Michael and Teresa were at one point, um, oh. and then Nora was at another point, and then at the third point forming a triangle was the silk uh, the sulky. Oh. Uh, got a mathematician. I love how Ken Ken is is uh, you're a mathematician. <laughs> yeah, you're. I love how you're drawing it. You're like. Okay. okay. I'm, fully, I'm fully drawing it for myself. Talking song. right angle, triangle, or isosceles. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the 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 sulky was 17 and a half feet uh, away from Michael, and 36 feet away from Nora. So that wouldn't make oh. an isosceles. Mm. The horse, sorry about this, guys, had been shot in the head. Oh um, my god! The horse was shot in the head. No witnesses. No. <laughs> <laughs> was it suicide? The horse knows. Yeah, the three, <laughs> the three bodies. Uh, all their legs were arranged with the feet pointing west. Wow! Oh. Uh, oh, so they really had been arranged because it does sound yeah, like they, 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 they had arranged been arranged. Bodies. And the mm. signi- this, uh, th- but this behaviour has never been repeated in Australian crime. Uh, so that itself is what makes it so odd as well. Ooh. They're sort of like, well, why wow. did they do that? And why is it's not? If it was a serial killer, that killer never did it again. Mm-hmm. Um, wow! And so, and so that was uh, that was yeah. how they were found. Uh, and it's never been solved. No one knows um, who did it or why. Yeah. Well, that's it, ever, so thanks for coming on, Ken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and credits. <laughs> okay, so and uh, did they? Did they? I assume some sort of investigation took place because this is terrifying. It's kind of yeah. weird. You know what I mean? Like it's really yeah. weird to, especially in a small town like Gatton, where they're like, mate. We only have two sulkies and six horses. <laughs> Nothing happens around here. Can I, um, it, this isn't a theory, but can I guess something that is about to be revealed? You can, yeah. The police yeah. F- fucked up. <laughs> Royally. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we have, um, it's an ongoing thing in our, in our mysteries that the police fuck up. The police couldn't have fucked up more. This is oh, the worst God. case of oh. it that we've ever had on this McCann podcast. levels of... Investigating investigating officers did not arrive for forty eight hours. Oh Oh. my god! And so I picture them eating eating egg buddies over the the bodies. (laughs) What's this Uh, weird triangle shit? This is too weird. Yeah, I don't like. I move those bodies, mate. It's creeping me out. (laughs) I don't like the fact they're in a triangle. Uh, Yeah. So investigating officers didn't arrive until forty eight hours after the discovery. The bodies were moved to um, uh, Gilbert's hotel. Um, That's nice, though, uh, And then Colin. at 4 p.m., Dr. Von Losberg, who was the government medical officer at Ipswich Way. Dr. Von Losberg? Is he the great grandfather of, like, I don't know, a Nazi scientist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not mentioned. <laughs> don't hold that against him, suit. He has a supervillain name. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Von Losberg. He's... And he performed an autopsy. And so he'd been struck with a blunt instrument on the right side of the head, Michael had. Uh, Teresa had had her skull fractured by two blows to the left side of her mm. head and the wounds and positions of the bodies when found indicated that Michael and Teresa were sitting upright and back to back when they'd been 
they've been struck, struck around the head yeah, yeah. So Ooh, which is why they ended up lying on their back to back Nora had also been struck on the left side of her head pulverising her skull to the extent that her brain was protruding oh, in addition uh, she'd had a harness strap uh, tied around her neck which was tight enough to have caused death so they assume that's how she died oh. yeah. they got exhumed the bodies got exhumed a while later because right. they thought that the investigation was lacking and it was only in that yeah. secondary investigation that they realised that for some reason the autopsy had missed the fact that Michael had been shot in the head Gee, oh, okay yeah that's a pretty big what about this hole there <laughs> nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that um, he probably had that before he before he got struck well no <laughs> they, they, it was because the, because he'd been beaten around the head afterwards to disguise a bullet wound oh cool oh so there was a hole so he'd been shot and then they, they and then they'd practice. beaten the beaten the, the wounds hole. right yeah. Jeez. Um, but the Excessive. reason that's that's yeah, right? It's, uh, oh, man. Yeah, it's, it feels a little bit like, and stay down. Yeah, yeah done it. <laughs> Always put one in the brain. Um, <laughs> so, the, okay, and did they, did they, I mean, do they know what kind of bullet it was? Or, they, oh, no, no real ballistics then. This is Australia, this is Gatton. What am I talking well. about? <laughs> and also, bearing in mind, I mean, like they, they'd fucked everything up up to that point. They were just like, oh, Andy's been shot. <laughs> Why I said it was probably a little bit, um, tenuous that link back to Jack the Ripper yes. is that there is a conspiracy about this mystery that the police know exactly who did it and were covering oh. it up and that's why the investigation okay. was so bad it was Jack well, the mean... Ripper yeah. <laughs> he flew over let's remind the viewers that Azusa's drank a pint of, <laughs> of mojito. Uh, mojito not yet hang on uh, oh, now she has <laughs> skull, skull. There she down, down. Hey, Do you know what? It's such a shame that we do these episodes on our sofas now because it means Sue's will never fall off. I oh, might no. do. So they reckon it was somebody who they were protecting the police were like covering it up that's what yeah that's the conspiracy theory that it was a um uh, someone of privilege or just somebody known and that the police knew about and they were they didn't want to act on it yeah Manil. i assume that's how it's pronounced i don't know whether i'm sort of maybe it's Moniel. i don't know but Moniel, right Nail. He, con- yeah. he when he found the bodies he contacted the the, the sergeant um who was in, who was in charge of the police at gatton yeah. Contacted him at 9:15 a.m. on the 27th of December. Both mm. men went to the crime scene, where they remained for half an hour, before the sergeant returned to Gatton to send a telegram to the Brisbane Commissioner of Police. But he took no notes while he was at the scene. Mm. Of course not. It's all uh, up here, he, mate. It's all up here. That's where it starts. <laughs> up in the old system. noggin. <laughs> he didn't interview anybody present, and he made no effort to protect the site from the large number of people who had congregated. Because okay. um, when he'd gone to, because obviously the thing is again. This sounds obvious, but it was before mobile phones. Mm. When Manil found the bodies, he couldn't just ring up the police. He had to go to the nearest oh, nearest yeah. settlement. Mm. When he got there, he said to everybody, oh, you're not going to believe what, what I just found. <laughs> so right. then obviously everyone started going. <laughs> that's, that's, some, <laughs> that's some class police work right there. <laughs> just, guys, there's bloody three bodies up there yeah. and they're all pointing different directions and there's a broken sulky and oh, you can take that if you want. That's anyone's, <laughs> that's, that's fucking fair game. Do you reckon he would have been really, like, it's, he would have been like, oh God, you're not going to believe the day I've had. So found my brother-in-law, his yeah. two sisters, dead. And you're not going to believe what they did to my sulky. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking wheel's fucked, mate. That's it. Do you know what? I'm never borrowing it out again. <laughs> part of the reason, and it is his fault, but part of the reason that it took so long for anybody to uh, arrive is because, first of all, yeah, he didn't make um, any notes at the scene. He didn't do anything to protect it, and neither did he interview any of the people that had uh, congregated or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, he just decided he the best thing to do, because this was above his pay grade, I think he thought, so he's going to get in touch with the Brisbane uh, Commissioner of Police. So he sent a telegram, and he said, mark it urgent, but he was told that the police had no authority to send urgent telegrams. Oh. <laughs> right, now that's bollocks. That was incorrect. They were able to, but he didn't know that, so he just got yeah. told he couldn't, and he went... Okay then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh my god. So he waited for the reply instead of returning immediately to the site. So instead of like going, going back, back to the site immediately, off, he yeah. was like, oh, I've sent the telegram now, I'll wait for the, whatever happens. And the telegram yes. was delivered to the Brisbane Police Headquarters at 12.52pm on the same day, so they found the bodies at night. Well, he was, he'd been contacted, the sergeant, at quarter past nine. And then at 10 to 1 in the afternoon, that's when the telegram arrived. But uh -oh. it was a Christmas holiday, so it wasn't open until 9 a.m. until the Shit. next day. Oh, just oh open it. God. You're the police. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the yeah. worst. Bloody so that's why, that's why it took like 48 hours before any investigating officers arrived. Okay. Two working days. <laughs> yeah. It's like trying to get an invoice paid. You're just like, oh, come on. <laughs> so like 1896... In Australia. 1898. 1898 1898 in Australia Australia is very new at this point isn't it if that makes sense Not, uh, only yeah. for the white people obviously but like Australia <laughs> it just appeared <laughs> yeah it's Richard like a, Branson before that it was basically just like a barren land right it, yeah Branson's been at it but like 18, 1898 essentially for the um, uh, invaders which is us um uh, you, you speak for yourself, Suze. <laughs> Ken and I are completely clean of all of you this historically. <laughs> yes, Suze. Ken, Masood and I are completely clean in all of this. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. It's just me. It's just me. It was the Jews again. Um, <laughs> no, but like, for, it was essentially the Wild West, I guess, at this point. Yeah. So, very, very new, yeah. quite lawless. I can't find when uh, white people first started invading Australia, but I'm guessing it was a few years before 1901. When they put in a rule. I'm pretty sure it was like, wasn't it discovered by white people in the 1770s? Or? I think so. But when we were like, because obviously 1492 was when. 1788. Oh, 1788. Chris, you nailed it. Yes. That's the, when... that's the first fleet of British ships. Okay. When they first brought the. The, you know, the Do you know how I know that? Yeah. It's when I was waiting for my friend to come out of the swimming bath chamber. <laughs> there was an oh encyclopedia, God. and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh Chris, there with an encyclopedia, going, "You can't be alone with this little baby." <laughs> so we're uh, we're very early in Australia's young history, uh, and sh you know, so there's not very thing. much happening. It sounds yeah. like yeah, like you. So your point, Suze, is that you know, it's very uh, frontier land. So everybody's yeah, that's kind what of, it sounds like. You know. Especially if they're like borrowing soul keys and going to dances that get cancelled. It just sounds very like the Wild West. <laughs> well, I was because I, I don't. I what if they were lured to this dance to kill? <gasps> it wasn't cancelled. And, and there it was, was never, never an actual yeah. dance. There. Oh my god! The reason that's a bit risky is is that um, uh, what if somebody else had wanted to tag along? Oh, um, well, they would have killed yeah. all of them. What business would have they had with party. Teresa? 
Teresa was, <laughs> was a teenager. Why didn't we kill Teresa? Yeah. Maybe there was going to be a dance and it got cancelled and the whoever was in it was just so pissed, so frustrated. They were like, you know what? I just want to kill someone. And then yeah. the, <laughs> He's like, these three sharp are like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll kill those three. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was that... like John Lithgow in Footloose. He's like, I can't sing, I won't hear of it, and he killed him. I like to think that the murderers, one of them went too far and like to, to make it look legit, to sell the idea of it being cancelled. He's like putting up, and he's got like booze in there, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I got the party just in case they come in. No, we're going to cancel it, and then we're going to kill them. Are you out of your, why did you even, how much so did you it think, cost? Do you think there was more than one? Potentially, it feels like a, it feels like a more than one person deal. Yeah, really? Interesting. Yeah. Three people and a horse. And they had to take down that sulky, which is rapidly becoming yeah, the most right. personality-filled thing of this entire th- story. They, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. there were suspects. So the sulky Ooh. was there, by the way. We know that the, sul- the sulky was left at the scene or it was taken. Yeah, the sulky uh, the sulky, was, the sulky was, uh, was broken up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. which yeah, is yeah. the One saddest part of this tale. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. in, a, in a movie when they get one person to dig like a, a grave, they're like, go on, start digging. And you see it and they're like, they've dug like a, like a six foot grave straight down. It takes a digger, it takes a digging machine like three hours to do that. But in the film, they're like, ah, get a couple of shots. Straight away. Yeah, no fucking way. So yeah, it's, I think it's more than one person. But yes. Yeah. Interesting. There are, there are, there were some suspects. So um, uh, several people, in, including family members, um, came under suspicion for the crime, uh, oh. but after a five-month investigation, no one was charged. Okay. Um, but then, of course, the Queensland Police massively failed their investigation. <laughs> Did you do it? No. All right, fine. <laughs> Did you do uh, it? No. Uh, so the the failure of the police to solve the crime led to accusations of cover-ups, rumours of incest within the Murphy family. Oh, um, God. Uh, but these claims were never resolved. One of the suspects was a guy called Richard Burgess, who had been recently discharged from prison, and he was a vagabond who lived in the bush. Okay. Right. Uh, but he had an alibi, unfortunately, so he was very quickly uh, He was uh, holding the dance of his own. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is, what alibi did that bush vagrant have? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they don't tell you what it who, is. Uh, who vouched for him living alone <laughs> in the bush? <laughs> Or he's got a hell of a lawyer. Ask that fucking squirrel, mate. <laughs> Crazy old Richard. Oh, he couldn't possibly have done it. Guess what he was yeah. doing at the time? And he was like, just sort of dancing on his own naked in the wilderness, going... <laughs> <laughs> if we have any listeners in or from Australia, we're very sorry. We're doing these accents very, in a very cavalier way. You know, because my, my favourite podcast is Last Podcast on the Left, and this week they've been doing the Yorkshire Ripper, and their oh, Yorkshire yeah. accents are causing me, like, internal hemorrhaging. They're oh, painfully wow. bad. Oh, like, one dear. of them said, oh, the Yorkshire accent, it sounds like... A, they're American, by the way, readers. And it's, they went, it sounds like, like, sort of like Mrs. Doubtfire in a chimney sweep, and I'm shouting at my computer going, no, it! <laughs> I'm not even from Yorkshire. Well, we better, we better, we better question Crazy Henry. Yeah, you can ask me, friends. And then points to like a bunch of rocks with googly <laughs> eyes on them. Um, yeah, you know what? 
it's cool. We won't. Yeah, sounds like you had an alibi. Won't you, fellas? And then they like they just keeps cutting between the rocks, and Richard all looking suspiciously at each other, shifty eyes, like. Doom, doom. I love it if the police end up talking to the rocks and saying, "Is this guy bothering you?" <laughs> <laughs> you could do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> okay, Mr. Rock. <laughs> Looks like we're stuck between a... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> so they question these peeps and, and they, got, they turn up nothing. Bush vagrant. Bush vagrant. He uh, he had an alibi, which I love. Surprisingly. <laughs> uh, and then there was a guy called Thomas Day, and he was a stranger to Gatton, um, who uh, and he was working for the local butcher. Oh. At, at the time of the murders. Ooh. Okay. Uh, police well. found blood on his clothing. But it could have been. But in 1898, there was no way of testing whether or not. It was human blood or blood. They just had to ask him what it was from, and he went, "Ah, this could be anything." And they went, "Probably just animal." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like what? Like a pig? Yeah, if you want. (laughs) Okay, then it's a pig. I maybe we should question him more. Maybe you should (laughs) shut the hell up. Uh, A. G. Clark. He was the butcher's. He told Thomas Day uh, not to wash a particular jumper after the murders, but a day or two later, he washed it and boiled the jumper twice and scrubbed it with a scrubbing brush. Oh, no... he's just a really clean boy. <laughs> yeah. But no further action. Was my wife's. No further action was taken against Thomas Day, and then a few weeks later, quit his job and left. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Um, here's my theory it was Thomas Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems quite yeah. suspicious. I have a theory about Thomas Day that uh, isn't that he did it, but that he was. One of the many people present, like Masood said, there was more uh, than one person. Oh. Do you think this is one of those things where it's like a local prominent politician or landowner or something? It's a cult. They did it. Oh, yeah, I'm, maybe. I'm getting serious. I got serious cult vibes. Like hot fuzz, hot fuzz vibes. Thomas Day will come back into the story uh, a little bit later. Yay! Um, uh, but what, what, what proceeded to happen was that the crime caused massive outrage around the whole country. Like, went viral. Um, went viral. Uh, almost. <laughs> yeah. It went, yeah. It went. Uh, it went viral. Made Coney 2012 look like a fucking joke. <laughs> uh, what became the big story wasn't just the wasn't just the crime itself. It was mm. the uh, terrible investigation. Um, 
and, and the fact that the police apparently released one suspect without interrogation, without comprehensive interrogation. Oh, and it later, the following year... Oh, I mean, bearing in mind, it was the last days of 1898 anyway, but in 1899, it became the subject of a royal commission. Okay. Um, What's that? Uh, well, it's... Uh, Queen they, likes it. Yeah, well, they had to look into it, I suppose. Daniel Murphy uh, was a brother. Uh, while Michael, Nora and Teresa, they were all um, siblings, there was another sibling called oh. Daniel. Uh, right. And he was a police officer at the oh, police wow. headquarters. Oh, uh, and he received a telegram from a family friend on the 27th of December informing him of the murders. Yeah. So he applied for three days leave. He had it granted and he attempted to catch the 1pm train to Gatton, but he missed it. So he mm. went back to the headquarters. Uh, Waiting for three weeks for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I will see you in February. Imagine how many packets of quarterback's cheeseburger-flavoured crisps he would have gotten through <laughs> waiting for that train. <laughs> He's like, I've gone all the way up to F in my, in my encyclopedia. And so, um, uh, and so, yeah, he went back to the headquarters. He went to the criminal investigation branch, but no action was taken by the detectives as a rumour was circulating that the murders were a hoax. What? No. Oh, God, there were That's Gatton insane. truthers. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, the Earth's flat, mate. Uh. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so he missed the 1pm train. He eventually got on the 5pm train. And then when uh, when an inspector called Urquhart, who I'm pretty sure was the detective in the Tim Burton Batman film that the Joker kills yeah, at the beginning. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's the guy. <laughs> Urquhart, think about the future. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, fancy it up. <laughs> he was head, uh, Urquhart was head of the uh, CI branch in Brisbane. He opened the telegram from the sergeant. He opened it. He took no action as he'd heard the rumours were a hoax and had not been officially informed that there had been a murder. So at 4pm, he was informed that the murders were not a hoax. But as the information did not come through official channels, he didn't inform the commissioner until 9pm. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, the police. This fucking town. Uh, the commissioner ordered uh, Urquhart to immediately take two detectives to Gatton, but despite a train leaving Brisbane at midnight, the team did not leave until 7.30 the following morning, which was uh, by now the 29th of December. Oh, they sound Jesus. like Chief Wiggum and... <laughs> yeah. Lou and Eddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It must have been so easy to say, this is a hoax, and everyone just go, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right? How, yeah. like, this town, they just be like, yeah, all right, I guess. <laughs> oh, but like, there isn't no, even a Gatton. Um, so yeah. the, do you want to know the Royal Commission's findings? Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They found, yeah, I'm going to believe this. They found the sequence of events incomprehensible, uh, indicative oh. of a rotten system of policing and a culpable indifference on the part of the inspector to his duty to the public. Right. They so could have asked someone in the street for that so exactly. like testimony. <laughs> it's just me, age 15, when I went to the cinema to watch Mulholland Drive. <laughs> That's I came your out review? at the end of it and went, well, I don't make any sense. That's Great just lesbian I scene. Left of it, nothing. Yeah. What's well, going on? Don't know all that was about. Yeah, mm. that's me. That's the Royal Commission and me watching Mulholland Drive when I was 15. And so uh, it was a national scandal, the investigation was, as well as the yeah. murder. Because obviously, you know, I imagine people would want the murderer bring into justice when they hear what he'd done. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And stuff. It's, it's gruesome as well. It's gruesome as well. And so at this point, Thomas Day comes back in. Uh, okay. Because in 1900... Mm. He killed himself. Oh, uh, he was admitted to hospital with a self-inflicted gun wound to the head, and he left a suicide note. A gun wound. Oh shit! Mm. Exactly. That's what I'm on, thinking. So, and also, he uh, he died at Sydney Hospital, but he died 
under he was going by a different name at this point he was going by the name Theo Farmer so once he'd left Gatton he changed his name <laughs> it's the most made up name I've ever heard it's me Theo Farmer <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you look at something while you were making up the name <laughs> yeah. Yeah. my name it's uh, Radiator <laughs> Wall <laughs> Uh, I, I have his. I have what's uh, written on his suicide note here. Oh, they didn't release. They didn't release all of it, uh, which is telling. Redacted. Um, yeah. So it said. It, so it said, just a few words, wishing to inform the public about the Gatton murder. <laughs> oh, to close. Oh. Huh. Which, which I suppose or hope will be found out when I am no more. I am oh, going to right. my long rest, but still, before I leave the world, I wish to state what I know for a certain fact. Ellipses. Uh, and then nothing they don't release what was in that letter and they said the letter then apparently went on to give a statement relating to several individuals around the murders this wasn't published so it's unknown who Thomas Day possibly pointed the finger at which again implies this sort of like cover up but the police knew who it was the authorities knew who it was Uh, and then it's got the ending of the letter intact which is uh, I know the public may wonder but I don't wonder as I am quite sure the case was to be kept quiet among the police, which I think is about time they were shown up. And that was his they suicide got him. note, and then he killed himself. They got him. They got him. He wrote it. He wrote it, and by candlelight with a quill. But yeah, the, yeah. Like, there's there's something there's something you know in the you have these things about the conspiracies and like oh he was a spy he was a spook and the government got him and whatever. Yeah, which um, are my theories most of the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. but that's <laughs> like um, uh, that's terrifying when. We live in the age of information, and they're covering that up. This is eminently yeah. plausible at this point in time, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. The police could yeah. have just gone, get rid of him. No, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like, who's gonna? We're the ones investigating it, and we do a terrible job, and everyone knows that. So yeah. then we'll just kill him, and we'll use our own incompetence to cover up yeah. the fact that we killed this guy. So that um, uh, that letter uh, was published in the Western Australian newspaper on the 27th of October, 1900. Amazing. Oh. Okay. Amazing. Man. Oh, they got him. He died on the 25th of October, so that was two days later. Two days after he died, that letter got published in the newspaper. <clears throat> yeah. How convenient. <laughs> um, so that's why my theory was that he wasn't responsible, right. yeah. but he knew who was. He was and he couldn't live with it. Group of people he couldn't live with it, but it also explains yeah. why he left town as well. Yeah, yeah. and changed his name to The Farmer. <laughs> the O-Farmer That's like a sleazy guy Going up to women and saying they Call me the O-Farmer <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not sure I get nice. it and then, he, and then he doesn't act out like You know, I'm pulling the crops like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh Dude, come on man That's Trust thing. me, trust me One night with me and I'll have farmed all your O's And the woman's like already <laughs> booking a cab <laughs> If ever if if ever he has a bad night, he can just say, oh, fucking rabbit took all my O's. <laughs> Another suspect uh, has come to light, but in more recent years. Okay. How recent? Uh, 2013. 2013. Oh, bloody hell. He yeah. must be really uh, old by the time. <laughs> <laughs> the last living testimony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, no, a writer, a writer called Stephanie Bennett. Uh, mm-hmm. She named uh, a guy called Joe Quinn as the man she felt was responsible for the Gatton murders in her book. Uh, she discovered Joe Quinn while she was 
researching names of criminals in the Gatton area. And when yeah. she dug deeper, she became convinced it was him that had done it. He had okay. over 300 aliases. <laughs> <laughs> that's excessive. It's too many. That's, that's, and in uh, Gatton as well, where there's like 80 yeah. people. <laughs> Joe, yeah, Joe, we know it's you. Uh, he was what's known as a, a swag man, which is just a labourer who uh, walks from farm to farm. Swag so like, he man. walks to a farm <laughs> and he goes, need any help? Does some work, gets some money, walks off to another farm. He's a temp. Um, yeah, he's, he's a farm temp. And he had a habit of being on the wrong side of the law. He was a key player in uh, some strikes that happened, which brought him into a run-in with Michael Murphy. Who Ooh. was one of the victims? Oh, fuck! Okay. I love. Ken got really into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It all comes together. Great. It all comes together. It does so good. Um, yeah, narratively, this is one of our more pleasing ones. And uh, <laughs> it's better than last week's. Where it was like there are no leads. No one knows who did it, and it's sad. And we're like, oh. I only yeah. The, what to be fair, last week I only picked it because it had a Colombo connection. Yeah. In hindsight, yeah. it was a bad idea. No, there <laughs> but, were many directions uh, to go in, and we went in all of them. Apparently, Michael Murphy had revealed mm. that he knew that Quinn was a known felon while he right. was masquerading, while Quinn was pretending to be a barber, pretending to be, while Quinn was like working as a barber under an assumed name. Okay. Uh, and basically, Murphy had apparently gone, it's Joe Quinn, he's a, he's a criminal. And they're yeah. like, who's <laughs> Joe Quinn? Yeah. That's an cut. Stephanie Bennett um, proposes that Joe Quinn apparently never forgave Michael Murphy for that. Yeah. And then... Well, he, had to, um, he had to dispose of that pair of glasses with the big nose and the mustache on it, <laughs> and that was his killer disguise. Yeah. He had to get rid of it. It's expensive. Apparently, he'd, uh, he'd gone to prison uh, after being revealed as, the, as, as criminal Joe Quinn, and it was while, it was while he was in prison, he plotted revenge while locked up. Oh, plenty oh. of time to think. No encyclopedia, uh, no crisps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do something. Was he, was he free at the time of the murders then? Was he out? Uh, uh, yeah, apparently. Um, the thing about this is is that while it, as, um, as puzzle pieces, it all fits beautifully, but mm. there's still, I mean, like it happened over 100 years ago. So while yeah. it's a lovely theory, there's mm-hmm. not really that much to back it up. Yeah, uh, it makes sense, you know, about the fact that if Michael Murphy had had a running with him and then outed him as a criminal, mm. that it stands to reason that that's motive. That is definitely motive. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He got uh, carried away, then, though, didn't he? He, he was what's like, that? he got he got carried away. He was like, oh, I'm plugging my revenge. Also, I'll just like murder the sisters, arrange them in a triangle. <laughs> 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 oh, I'll shoot all the head. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, he's like, actually, I'm do you know what? Whichever, out the town. <laughs> whichever way you slice it, if he'd have gone, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Michael Murphy. Uh, how best to get him? I know he likes a bit of a bop. I'll make this <laughs> fake dance. Uh, and then he brought his sisters. Oh shit, he's brought his sisters along. I better do them as well. Oh, fuck, and the horse. Jesus oh, Christ! Horses. Fucking hell! This is all getting. Oh. oh I don't no, like the way. I, no, I don't like them. I don't like them lying like that. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put one of them over there. I'm going to smash up this sulky. <laughs> he doesn't want that sulky talking. But what? But if it is Joe Quinn, how does Thomas Day come in? Where's where? How do they know each other? Ah, that's a very good point. Mm, yeah. uh, because the, the thing I think about Thomas Day is, is that he must have known who did it. Yeah. Otherwise, why? I mean, he, he wrote the letter. Unless he wrote the letter to absolve himself, he couldn't live with having done it himself, and then wrote the letter to point the finger that it might have been somebody else, and yeah. that he knew. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But even that seems a bit yeah. dodgy. 
You yeah. just kill yourself, wouldn't you, without mentioning it? Unless you wanted to clear your conscience. But if you wanted to clear your conscience, you'd say that you did it. And also, so, you yeah, wouldn't right, kill right. yourself, like. Yeah. So it, the whole thing right. doesn't make any sense with that, which is why I think Thomas Day was probably innocent, but he knew who had okay. done. Mm. But um, why would the police cover up Joe Quinn when, like, he's not a person of privilege? He's just no. a random criminal. Yeah, yeah, but it might be, it might be their incompetence that led him to do it, and they wanted to cover that up. Ah. This happens a lot, even um, today. <laughs> um, so the final, the final one, even though we've already touched on it, is the fact that it was um, a Jack the Ripper kind of situation. And the conspiracy yes. is, is that, it, well, it might not have been royalty. They knew who had done it, but it wasn't right. in their interests to nail them. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so in 1901, so that was three years, well, two and a bit years later, um, the newspaper, The Singleton Argus, wrote that the man responsible was known and had been locked away in an asylum already. Um, oh. Oh. Hmm. It's clickbait. Or clickbait. <laughs> it was clickbait. <laughs> I didn't have Twitter back then. It was all like, okay, I've got a story. I've got a scoop. Yeah. And then underneath that, it's like, here are five celebrities who won't believe what they look like now. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and there's Joe Quinn with his glasses and his moustache. With his moustache. <laughs> well, I knew he'd um, like that. This is from the, the newspaper article in 1901. It says, this is, the newspaper claims this, uh, mm. the Gatton mystery is, of course, no mystery to the Queensland authorities. It will be remembered how the police suddenly stopped all investigation. No useful purpose could be served by proceeding with the matter. The why and wherefore need not be published. Oh. So they're just like, we all know about it, mate. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the fact no, that the I mean. person was uh, known insane and has now been locked up in asylum, the fact has been charitably kept from the knowledge of the general public. Yeah. It is, however, reassuring to know that the perpetrator of the triple murder is a lunatic. That's a direct okay. quote. Wow. This is yeah. probably the last that will be heard of a tragedy that shocked Australasia and received oh. a worldwide notoriety. That was from the single August in August 1901. That right. seems to me like brown-nosing the authorities. Yeah. Or yeah. Right. the newspaper was in the pocket of whoever wanted that put out there because yeah. i think like the idea of i mean even yeah. back then like obviously there's lots of different types of mentally insane people but it feels like back then there was like two there was <laughs> yeah. crazy rocks talking guy and like you know i don't know somebody who basically like those murders they seem very they don't seem to be in line with that kind of madness that they're talking about someone yeah. locked up in an asylum it doesn't feel like that because i don't know it just Something, something doesn't smell right. No, um, it's a yeah. very, it's a very sinister and calculated crime murder Absolutely. in the way that like they've arranged everybody and to go to all the trouble of like you don't need to shoot a horse in the head. You don't <laughs> no. need to like like I've got to kill this horse or it might start talking. Like they don't want revenge on the horse. This is revenge on and and to smash up the cart as well. This is revenge yeah. on Maniel. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, this is yeah. I'm gonna yeah. make a Manil out of you. What? Maybe he was <laughs> McNeil and they didn't have any little yeah. scenes. Oh, I think maybe. it does maybe sound McNeil, like a McNeil yeah. and they shortened the, it. Um, yeah. The other yeah. thing with that is um, I, I kind of implied it earlier on, but I think it's really weird that he found it by the tracks. Yeah. And that he was yeah. like, I had a wobbly wheel, so I recognised the tracks. Yeah, is Suspect. that him like double covering, going like, oh, look, I found the crime scene. How would I have found the crime scene if I had had anything to do yeah. with it? But then there's a familial connection with the police as well. Like, they had a brother in the police force. So connected. 
Everyone's, yeah. um, everyone's in so. on it, I reckon. Massive yeah. conspiracy. Everyone in the whole of Gatton. The whole town. Do you the go in for conspiracies, town. Ken? I think now I do. After hearing all these, <laughs> hearing all these different things, the suicide note, they're like, oh, here's a list of names and no one, no one publishes them. Yeah. yeah. I, I've noticed Kate's you've blurred the background, Ken. Have you, is there a, a wall with some bits of twine and <laughs> photos? And, and what is, what's happening back there? <laughs> that says Building 7. <laughs> yeah. Building 7, but it's a Gatton building. This is, this is my theory. I'd say it's definitely more than one. It smells culty, very much so. It smells very much like some... Part, part of it is because of the pointing and the direct, you know, where they've placed them. Yeah. And the rug. The rug is the one thing I find really weird about this. It feels very that much... she was like laid a, on a rug. Yeah, that's an odd yeah, thing. Yeah, they've got a rug out. They've cut... and Because they, maybe they want everyone to see that she's covered in blood. Or, God, I don't know, maybe he was like, I'll wrap her in the rug and... And then he's like, the evidence. Then, then he got yeah. interrupted by. He got they interrupted a rug the to the. Yeah. To the crime scene. Yeah. Unless yeah, he was like, already on the sulky. Yeah. Why did I bring this rug? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, the rug it. might have been on the sulky for comfort. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, so maybe yeah. he dragged her out by the rug, and you know, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> maybe yeah. he. Uh, maybe whoever it was um, had been like, "Hey guys, such a shame the dance didn't happen. Can I get a lift back with you?" And yeah. They're like, "Yeah, all right." And they go, yeah. hey, do you want to see a cool trick? Have you ever seen anybody whip a tablecloth off? <laughs> and everything stays intact. Yeah, I can do that. You, you all stay there sitting on the sulky. I'll pull it off from under you. Wham, he bangs his head. Yeah. She bangs her <laughs> She so goes so like, unfortunate. Oh, fuck. The horse sees the gun on the floor and starts, like, nuzzling it like that. Yeah, he's like, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> like, God goes off and he's like, uh-huh. it's just a no series of massive accidents. No, he's like, no, no one is going to believe down. this. He looks at the sulky and it just falls apart. And he's like, oh, God. He looks at the rocks and the rocks are going, you're going down. Yeah. <laughs> the rocks doing shifty eyes. like. Mm-mm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, it feels, it feels like a, like a small culty, culty thing, yeah. perhaps. Or at least a group. Definitely a group of people. More than one. Probably smaller than, I don't know, ten. Within, yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. like between five and ten people, I would say that just kind of maybe mm. maybe not even ten ten's a bit big but i'd say like five or so and they they, they got too many, together too many cooks with ten too many yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to discuss arranging the triangle everyone's got a different opinion no i think we should be everyone's facing north to south I, Make it more of a trapeze. Did you bring a set square? Did you bring a set square with you? I didn't bring a set. Okay, I'll sort out the horse. Why did you sort out the horse? I'm on horse duty. Don't worry. I got this. And I just hear hear a gunshot in the back. What the fuck, Steve? (laughs) It was Joe Exotic that did the horse. (laughs) He loves to shoot animals. He just bloody loves it. He can't stop himself. Oh, my God. What do you you think, Ken? So you're you're, you're in the... I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the cult. Yeah. Small group Cough of town. people, weird shit, into weird yeah. shit. Yeah. So some sort of sacrifice. It feels sacrificial in some does, way. Does, doesn't it? it? Yeah. Some sort of strange sacrifice. There's a part sacrificial, part motive. Yeah. Might be, might be two two things. And definitely weird that what's his face, Tom, good old Thomas Day, the farmer, 
Thomas Day doesn't sound like a real thing. No, I'm sorry. Not. Thomas Day <laughs> is definitely there. Uh, this happened a long time ago, and maybe the records got muddled when Stephanie Bennett was looking at them. But what if mm. Thomas Day, who also known as Theo Farm Farmer, <laughs> was Joe Quinn? Ooh, very possible. <laughs> what if Thomas ah. Thomas Day, Thomas Day, and um, Theo Farmer are both are two of those 300 aliases? Yeah. Um, very possible. I mean, how do you even keep track of 300 aliases? <laughs> I can barely, I can barely keep track You'd of forget what you told life. people, wouldn't you? Well, that's why yeah. he's got 300, because he couldn't keep track of them, and they just keep spiraling yeah. up and up. <laughs> he <laughs> meant to have just two, and he's like, oh, where's the And they all had the something to do with what he was pretending to be at the time. So, like, Theo Farmer, uh, uh, Adam <laughs> Barber. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Jimmy Murderer. <laughs> Gotta go. This bird's gotta fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it smashes the bulb and runs Wouldn't it be away? great if, the, if, if like Joe Quinn was like a Peter Sellers person and he just played all the parts in this mystery? He was everyone. Like uh, Tom, is it Tom Berenger? No, it's another person in that terrible Murder of Crows movie. Have you seen that? The Cuba Gooden Jr. film? No, that oh, sounds God. amazing. Uh, pretty much that kind of thing of like, yeah. there's a character who ends up being like, Oh, it was that person. They were playing all these different parts that the character meets throughout the story. Although there's no indication that that's the case or that is even part yeah. of the story. You get revealed at the end. It's like, you know, you get the person gets shot and it's like, oh, think back. And Cuba Gooding Jr. remembers like, you were the cop and you were this guy <laughs> and you were this guy. And it's like, that's well, like, fucking, fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they, they go to their attic and they find all the wigs and all the things. Like, oh. This is where he keeps all his aliases. <laughs> this is where Quinn keeps all his aliases. Like, yeah, someone, that's it. No, Thomas Day was real. And Thomas Day went went to that attic and fans saw all the wigs and all the things. And he's like, the man who set up the dance? And, and, <laughs> and, and, and he just. You were the rock? He just finds a tiny little tube of grey face paint and goes, such a grey hat with googly eyes. Oh shit. Like, I like that. I like that theory a lot. That he he, he went full murder of crows on him. <laughs> I mean, I've got a theory. What's your theory, Suze? Um, I'd like to deliver my theory. It's it's. I think it's a pretty. I think it's going to blow this case wide open. I'm going to deliver my theory through the medium of song. It's frontier times in Australian land And we need to solve the murders of the Murphys The killer our killer shot their horse in the head And they even smashed up Manil Sulky Manil who were the police protecting? Why'd they take so long? Did Richard Burgess do this with his rocks? Why'd the dance get cancelled? It just seems wrong. Wait, has that butcher got blood on his socks? But hang on a second, there's rumours this is a hoax. Are these murders made up? The answer is no. It's more likely this situation is a murder of crows. Let's get to the bottom of this. There's a suspect in it that we've all overlooked. He's the one who's pointed everyone's feet west. The horse killed them all. 
was cooked he decided shooting himself right there would be best it was the horse that did it um, and it wasn't a drinking game gone wrong because horses can't drink that would be silly we didn't record yeah. it afterwards Woo. we didn't record it afterwards or anything and then send it to Chris separately that's not what we do in this lockdown scenario we did it just then and everyone clapped <laughs> I think you nailed it I think that's I think that that's, was... that's that you think that's what happened cool cool yeah cool. absolutely yeah Whatever, whatever it was, I think that's happened. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good theory. Um, th thanks so much for coming on. Oh, uh, no, it was really fun. Ken, really thank you me. so much. That was an uh, absolute joy. Any yeah. uh, Anything exciting coming up for you? Oh, no, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> My Twitter handle is at Ken Cheng Comedy. Nice hey. yeah. are, are you streaming or anything? No, not you yet. Are, I might, I might start streaming. I don't know yeah. what. Ooh. Masood, anything right. to plug? I, I stream. I live stream. Yeah, where uh, have you gone? Tell us where. I'm uh, every Tuesday and Friday, 9.30 to 11.30 on Twitch. Just search my name. Uh, at the moment, I'm playing retro games, which is a lot of fun. Oh, cool. That's cool. fun. Um, so I'm playing Super Metroid. Nice. If you've got any questions, listener, do send them our way, because we're going to be doing uh, isolation uh, Skype episode. video episodes for... Oh, yeah. In the foreseeable. This episode comes out on Thursday. The following day, we're doing our video isolation episode where it's just us. And um, nice. if you want to send us a question, we will answer it. I'll probably shout the answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, do check that out. So, episodes every Thursday. Do like the show. Give us a little review on yeah. your preferred medium of choice. Um, um, yes, uh, we're all doing various things. Check our Twitters. Suze, yours is? Uh, Suze UK, S-O-Z UK. Also, I've just started Twitch streaming. Um, when this has come out, I'm going to be Twitch streaming regularly, just singing and that. Twitch.tv slash Suze Kempner. Cool. Come and look at the lady. <laughs> oh, Chris, have you got anything to plug? Not really. Just my Twitter, underscore Chris underscore Stokes. Yes. yes. ChrisStokesComedy.com. I'm going to probably update that at some point because <laughs> I need to. I need to rethink everything now that the world has changed. Yeah, it's all different now. <laughs> I, I, I've held off saying anything, but I think I'm going to um, either stream or YouTube a Doctor Who marathon yeah, and sidestep comedy completely. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy yeah. the rest of your lockdown, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much, Ken. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.